0: are you an aspiring creative in entertainment business fashion design or the arts do you want to elevate your creative passion project to the next level then this show is for you whether you want a career in television film radio literature music or beyond creative breakthrough will show you how to take your dreams and turn them into reality This show will not only leave you feeling motivated and inspired, but also provide you real-life tools to pursue the creative journey you have always wanted. I'm your host, creative coach, and chicken wing lover, Shireen Kassab, aka The Funny Brown Girl. Yes, I have an unhealthy obsession with chicken wings. Now, get ready to flex your creative muscle. Hey, 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 I'm back. I can't believe I've been gone for three weeks, y'all. Man, I miss this show. I miss sharing with you great interviews by great people and sharing with you my personal stories. So I'm so glad to be back. I am happy that I decided not to podcast while I was traveling through Africa because I was totally burnt out while I was there in terms of my schedule and keeping busy and doing stuff. And I was right because when I was in Johannesburg, my hotel capped my internet speeds. And so I like literally could not do anything when I was in Johannesburg anyways on the internet. So I'm glad that I, I did take the three weeks off, but now I am back. For those of you tuning in for the first time, I am your host, Shireen Kassam, and for the past three weeks, I have been traveling through Africa speaking about my podcast, Creative Breakthrough, talking about creativity, conducting improv workshops, and performing comedy. But now I'm back and I'm going to share with you my experiences in Africa, how I got the opportunity to go speak in Africa, what I learned from the opportunity, and how I'm going to utilize this opportunity as a stepping stone to do bigger and greater things. I also did a lot of soul searching while I was in Africa, and I have decided to make this podcast seasonal. When I started this podcast, the goal was I was going to do this podcast for one whole year. I was going to put out 52 episodes and then take a break. But I have decided that I am going to burn myself out at this rate. So I am going to end season two at the end of May. So I will put out two more episodes and I will end the season one on episode 34. And then I'm going to take June, July and August off. And I will start season two at the beginning of September. So mark your calendars, use the summer to catch up on past podcasts, re-listen to podcasts, stay in touch with me, and then go and utilize some of the skills that these people are talking about in the, in the podcast, like how to get started and how to go and pursue your passions and actually go start implementing some of these strategies. Go take the time and implement these strategies. And then when we start back in September, I would love to hear your success stories, even before then, As you are trying out these strategies, I would love to hear how they're working out for you. So let's get started on today's episode. I won't lie, today's show is going to be fairly short because I am still very jet-lagged. So let's start with how did I get this opportunity? So I went to Nairobi, Kenya to speak about the future of creativity, talk about my podcast, do improv workshops, and then I traveled to South Africa and Zimbabwe and Dubai where I was also able to perform comedy. A lot of people are like, well, oh my God, how did you get an opportunity all the way in Kenya? Okay, I'm going to tell you the story that I was able to piece together. And to me, I'm flabbergasted because it's just, it's amazing how things just, Come together. So, in March of 2016, so three years ago, I was asked to write an article about myself, talking about my career path and how I had gotten to where I was in my career. What were the what advice do I have for other people who want to be a strategy consultant? And it was all about strategy consulting and like my career through Deloitte, Amazon, and Disney. And so I put together this article and I, I really, I remember this because they gave me a three day turnaround period and I was super stressed during those three days. I had so much going on. It was actually the week of the Monsters Comedian of the Year competition. And that's actually the contest that I won that actually got me on the radio. So it was a really big week for me in terms of like preparing comedy and getting, getting, making sure that I did that perfect because I wanted to be on the radio. It was also my birthday week. And so I remember getting this email and thinking, oh my goodness, they've given me a three-day turnaround period, like way to stress me out. And I I remember clearly asking for an extension and they were like, no, we need it in three days. And it was for a newsletter, for a professional network newsletter that was going to go out to 10,000 people. So I was like, okay, I better do this, right? So I get it done. I'm really stressed out about it. Um, cause I didn't want to sound stupid because I won't lie, my writing skills are not as strong as my speaking skills. And so I wanted to make sure like my advice was on point and that everything made sense. Um, I submitted it and then I was like, okay, it's going to come out next week. Okay, it's going to come out next week. And well, it's now. May 2019. And I never saw the email come out. Like I check, I get the email every week and every week I open it and I look and it's never me. So I was like, okay, I guess they didn't like what I had to say. So I I dismissed it. Right. Then I get this, I get this Facebook message from this girl and she's like, Hey, I'm from Nairobi, Kenya. We're having this conference and we would love for you to come and speak to us. And I was like, Oh my God, what? And so I called her up and we were chatting and I asked her, I said, how did you find me? And she goes, well, I was talking to some people in the United States and somebody sent me this website and I was scrolling through all these profiles and I came across your profile. And I was like, what kind of website were you looking at? Like a dating website? And she was like, no. And she sent me this link. And lo and behold, there was the article that I had written up three years ago. So this woman had read this article, was impressed by what I wrote, Googled me, did her research, stalked me on LinkedIn and Facebook, and then bada boom, bada bam, we were on the phone talking about me coming to Nairobi, Kenya to speak. So what I get from all of this is never say no to an opportunity. So at that point, when I was writing that article, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Like, I'm stressed out. I don't have enough time. But I still did it, and and, no, and even though nothing happened with that article, it never got published. I mean, it got published on this website that I still don't know where it is, but it never got sent out in an email to 10,000 people. I still, it was still seen by the right people at the right time, and so... You never know when the right opportunity is going to come your way. So you just be patient, keep putting good content out there, continue to say yes to opportunities and continue to do your art, continue to strive in your creative space, continue to put out content because you never know who's going to see it and when they're going to see it. Because this took three years to come into play, to come to fruition, but somebody saw it and then I got this awesome opportunity. So she asks me to come to Nairobi, Kenya, all expenses paid, to speak at a conference. And I won't lie, I was hesitant and I told her I would think about it. I did a podcast episode where I said you should say yes to everything. And I still believe that. I still believe that you should say yes to everything. But I also believe that you should say yes to things that you strongly believe in and that you're passionate about. So when she called me and she pitched to me the idea to come and speak in Nairobi, The topic that she wanted me to speak about did not fully resonate with me. And so I actually said no. I was like, I don't think I'm the right person to do this. Now, this is because this was in Nairobi, Kenya. This, if somebody had called me and said, hey, can you speak in Orlando or Miami or Atlanta? And it wasn't going to be like halfway across the world and gave me the topic that they wanted me to speak about. I probably would have figured it out. I probably would have put something together. I probably would have put together the pitch and I would have sold it. But I didn't want to travel halfway across the world and seem like a fraud. I found, I find that that was just a long way to travel for a topic that I wasn't super passionate about and have to take off those many days from, from my job and from podcasting and from comedy. Like I really wanted to make sure that if I was going to go to Africa to do this, I was doing it on my terms as well. And so luckily the organizers were super flexible. Sometimes you don't find organizers who are super flexible, but they really wanted me to come and speak. And so they were willing to work with me to come up with a topic topic that I felt that I could passionately and intelligently discuss. And so the topic was the future of creativity. I still believe that you should say yes to every opportunity that comes your way, but be open with the person and be open with the opportunity and be and and share your concerns and talk about it and make sure that it fits what you want to do. Don't just do something because you feel like you had to do something. And I say that because I've actually talked to a lot of creatives who will say, Oh yeah, my, somebody, my content is on YouTube, but I don't own it because I felt like I had to sign this contract and, and I didn't know. And no, no, you never have to sign a contract. You never have to give up the rights to your content. That's not, that's saying yes to an opportunity, but not being smart about it. So I, I'm i going to rephrase when I say, say yes to an opportunity, I'm going to say, say yes, smartly to an opportunity. Always be smart about it. Always make sure that it is portraying you in the best light and it is protecting you and your content. Okay. What I learned from this experience, especially performing in Nairobi is that I am my own biggest critic. I have never been so critical of myself, and I don't know why. Like, I think it was, there was just a lot of things happening. I was super jet lag. I got on stage. I remember just getting super hot. I don't know if I was nervous or... I I got dehydrated, but I felt myself getting nervous on stage and really sweating. <laughs> and so I just needed validation after I finished that I did a great job. And it was my mom's first time watching me speak, which I think also had me a little stressed out. And she did not give me any feedback. She didn't say great job. She didn't say that was good. She, did, she just didn't say anything anything. She just said, are you thirsty? Or I don't even remember what she said, but it wasn't validation. And I realized that I am my own biggest critic. I needed that validation. I needed validation from people to know that I did okay, that I didn't totally mess that up. And then I just fixated. I fixated on my mistakes until somebody gave me that validation. And then I realized even when people were giving me compliments, I couldn't accept it because I was still in my own head about what happened and why did I get so nervous and why did I turn... Red and why was I sweating so profusely on stage? Cause that's never happened. And I was like, Oh my God, what is happening to me? Am I menopausing on stage right now? But it was interesting because I had to really practice. To silence my inner critic on this trip. Like I really had to take that step and really be aware of my thoughts because for the first time I didn't have my friends with me or my boyfriend with me to tell me the truth, to tell me what I did right and what I did wrong and like what I could work on. Not wrong, but like, what could I work on? What could I develop? What could I improve upon? Second, I really had to realize, like, I just needed to stop ruminating on it, like, which is so much harder than it seems. But you just have to, at a certain point, just say, okay, it's done with. I did what I did. People said I did great. Some people said, like, I mean, I, somebody said I talked too fast. Somebody said my accent was too strong. I just have to take that feedback for what it is and move on and get ready for the next opportunity. And then I just have to accept positive feedback at face value. I have to realize that if somebody gives you positive feedback, if somebody takes the time to walk up, to a complete stranger such as myself and provide positive feedback, they mean it. It's not like they would lie about it. I mean, the only people I think that lie with positive feedback is comedians because I don't know why, but like a comedian can be on stage totally bombing, like totally just flat out bombing, get off stage and I'll be like, yo, great set. And it's like, uh, okay, why am I lying to this guy? But that's just what we do. And so I just have to realize that other people don't act this way. So I learned that being mindful of my thoughts helped me overcome my negative self-talk as well as a reminder that maybe if I was having a bad day or maybe I was jet lagged, it's not the end of the world. There's going to be more opportunities to prove myself. All in all, I had an awesome opportunity. I had a great time in Kenya. I had a great time in South Africa. I had a great time in Zimbabwe. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. I'm so grateful for what I learned from the opportunity, how to accept my flaws and my mistakes and how to speak up about like what I really want to be talk about and be passionate about and how to play to my strengths. I also learned the importance of being flexible for the improv workshops, like teaching a three year old. I mean, it was also really interesting in the improv workshops. I've never had this happen to me before, but, uh, couple kids were like, I don't want to participate. And they just didn't participate. They sat out like they sat down and were like, we don't want to play. And I've never had that happen before. I've had, I've had kids be too shy to play, but I've never had kids not want to play. And so that was interesting. And so it was just a great learning opportunity and learning experience to see how different cultures interact and how they just in general, how they approach different things and how they approach topics like creativity and improv. And so all in all, great opportunity and i i highly 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 suggest anyone who gets opportunity like this to say yes of course making a smart decision and so if you're wondering how do you get to this level how do you get these opportunities like i said You never know who is listening to your content, who's watching your content, who's reading your content. So just keep working at your content. Keep putting it out there. Keep putting it on social media. Keep sharing it with your friends. Build your email list. Put it up on your website. Reach out, collaborate with other creatives so that you get a bigger reach and a broader audience. And then just keep chugging along. And one day you're gonna get that phone call or that Facebook message or that LinkedIn message. And you're gonna have that opportunity come to you and you're going to think back how did this all start and you're going to be shocked that when somebody tells you that they watched a video of you or read a blog post from three years ago and that's how you got discovered so just keep putting out your content and go out there and flex your creative muscle and keep winning hey before you hit pause did you find this episode helpful and enjoyable if so could you leave an apple podcast aka itunes review It'll take you less than one minute and mean the world to me. The more ratings and reviews the show gets, the more people are able to find this podcast. If you're unsure how to leave a review, no worries. If you're on your iPhone or iPad, go to the homepage of this show and scroll down to Write a Review. Click on it and you'll be able to rate and review the show. If you're on a Mac from iTunes, go to the show homepage and on the top, click Ratings and Reviews. Also, please subscribe to get the latest episodes once they drop. If you enjoy the episode and know someone who would love it, please share. From your iPhone, click on the icon with three dots and then share via social media, email, or text. If you want to hear more, head over to funnybrowngirl.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me online. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Funny Brown girl. Also, sign up for my free newsletter for more tips to advance your creative journey at funnybrowngirl.com forward slash subscribe. And again, if you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate and review on Apple podcast. Now go flex your creative muscle and keep winning. Thank you for listening. See you next week.